right, y'all. What's up, man? Welcome to another episode of Bumper Sticker Faith. Man, it's good to be here. How you doing, Sam? I'm good. It's nice and warm, finally. It went from uh, 30 degrees last week to, like, 85. Man, it's a little chilly down here right now, yeah, though, man. This this this, this, this yeah. AC kicking like Jackie Chan. So, <laughs> but uh, welcome welcome back for another episode um, to BS Faith. Um, today, man, we want to jump right in because I think, in my opinion, this is going to be the most viewed and listened to episode. So I'm going out on a limb right oh, here. No if, I pressure. A, if I was a betting man, I'd bet some big bucks, you know, like 20, 30 bucks. But this is going to get the most views and most listens. So so what's the topic today, Sam? What are we talking about? Six kinds of people to have in your life. We did an episode on friends, like in general, what, what it means to be a friend in that. But we're going to kind of almost broaden and narrow at the same time because I want to give, yeah, it doesn't make any sense, but I want to give people an idea of kinds of people that they can have in their life to make their life so they can be the best version uh, of themselves. Okay. So there's like, there's a Christian bumper sticker out there. I don't know exactly what it says, but it, it, it kind of goes like this, that my relationship with God should be strong enough so like he's all I need. And I should be like self-sufficient. I shouldn't have too too many needs or be a needy person and i want to say that that's that's bs that's a bumper sticker that we actually it's okay to have needs and it's okay to have people in our lives to help us Mm -hmm. uh, with those needs because you can't you can't do it alone whether you're uh, a teenager and we often think that teenagers are the ones who need more people in their life Mm -hmm. rather than middle age or old age but you know as i'm as i'm middle age right now I need people just as much as ever, if not more. Yeah. So this is for uh, all all stages and uh, ages of people. So I have these six kinds of people in my life okay. right now. So, okay. and as I've been reflecting on them, I thought I thought th- these people each do certain things for me, and it's kind of cool what they do and they they touch on a different area of my life and they Mm. challenge me in different ways okay and i just felt the need to like highlight this because maybe someone can listen to this and and take a look at their own life to say hey do i have these people in my life and to recognize these are important areas to to try to meet in my life yeah now did you seek these people out intentionally because of these areas or they just kind of happen to fall that way yeah i'd like to think that i did but (laughs) but i didn't it just one day i woke up and i realized wow i have these kinds of people in my life and um so it's a coincidence it's a it's a dumb luck it's it's god's providence (laughs) there you go there you go amen (laughs) amen it's uh yeah yeah. so kick us off with the first one then so with these people though before i kick it off um i want to say that each person actually serves multiple roles in my life they really do but what i'm doing is kind of like distilling like their main contribution to my life uh so that and um these are just their 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 dominant traits towards me okay and for the sake of uh these people anonymity these may or may not be their real names that i use well let's just say they're not (laughs) you know just for the sake of if any of them listen or watch, yeah. they won't be like, hey, man, that dude talking about me, I'm suing. Yeah, and by right. the way, like these aren't people that's in my life. So if you're going to sue somebody, sue him. <laughs> yeah, sue Don't me. sue me. And you ain't going to get much anyway. Mm-mm. 
And plus, I know a few guys if you try to sue me. So, <laughs> so number one, Mental Mike. Mental Mike. M- A.K.A. The Brain Man. The Brain Man. All right, brain got, Surgeon. Yeah, not, not Rain Man, but Brain Man. Okay. So Mike's a guy I have in my life that we just sit and talk. All right. This is kind of a more recent thing. I've met him within like a year. Okay. Um, but he's the kind of person that like I had been craving. And when finally he, he saw me uh, at a coffee shop reading a Carl Jung book like this, this high psychology book. And I've seen him reading some pretty like in-depth intellectual kind of things before, ancient things before. And I, and like, I kind of, I crave that. Like, I like that. Okay. that. That meets a need that I have. And so when, with Mental Mike, like, we, we talk about things. And we bounce ideas uh, off each other. We hash out uh, whatever the latest issues are. Okay. And there's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of latest issues uh, th- that we can talk about. We talk about, like, history and philosophy and theology and um, like he gives me book ideas, I give him book ideas. We swap podcast ideas okay. and YouTube video ideas, and uh, it's just someone in my life that uh, challenges my thoughts and my thinking, forces me not to get like lazy in my thinking, forces me me to look at issues from all sides, and uh, just really be thoughtful. And, and he catches blind spots and, mm, wow. and um, is able to. Um, point out like devil's advocate kind of arguments because okay. you you know you want to know all sides of a thing so this challenges my assumptions and uh it really just helps me to know my faith better because because mm. he's a christian and okay and um we challenge each other and and like it's a challenge too to get off screens and to get into books mm, and like okay. we each like challenge each other uh with that so that's that's michael mental mike mental mike my okay. brain right. man that's cool man everybody need a good brain man yeah. in their life sounds like so do you do you have a brain man in your life man, that's, what you I, know, that's what i want to know for for people too out there do you have someone that you can just share ideas within thoughts who challenge you not to be lazy in your thinking to um not to veg out too much yeah that i mean i definitely I, I mean definitely i would say part of it you know i don't I don't per se have a guy that's making sure I don't veg out, which yeah. is important for everybody to have, you know, whether it's vegging out or whether it's like being a workaholic, like each extreme is yeah. not good. Yeah, but yeah. I definitely have a, a number of people that I bounce ideas off and, and it depends on what type of thing I'm thinking about and who I contact. That's true. You know, so if it's like a money making idea, like a pyramid scheme, I yeah. got a guy for that. Yeah, you do. You know, <laughs> I got a guy, Dangerous Dan. That's what I call him, danger boy. <laughs> and then if I got somebody that I'm talking to about like, you know, spiritual things, I got another dude for that. So like just yeah. in the brain category, I got three or four different dudes yeah. depending on what's yeah. going on in my brain. Yeah. Well, our next one, our second one is number two. It's Let's Go Lewis. Let's go. Lewis, you know somebody else's name? Lewis? Yeah, may, may or may not be you, the oh guy sitting goodness. across from me. Dang, that's so, cool. so Lewis is, let's go, Lewis is my gas man. <laughs> <laughs> the gas, uh-oh. That's because of the beans I be eating, man. I be gassed no, up, you're, baby. You're the, thinking of a car like the gas pedal. Uh, okay. With so... Like with my head full of ideas from talking with Mental Mike and, you know, swarming with, uh, I I can see all these things. Like I'm a, a big vision guy. Mm-hmm. My Let's Go Lewis, my gas man, is also a, a big vision kind of a guy. And he's a guy that uh, gets me going, right? 
Uh, and this is one of my favorite kind of guys because um, Let's Go Lewis is just as... Because I validate every idea you have, no matter if it's crazy or not, or the crazier it yeah. is. I'm like, get it, get yeah, it, Yeah, you're it. just as crazy and, and motivated as I am. I'm the guy that everybody's <laughs> wife loves to hate. <laughs> what are you doing to my husband? You're very entrepreneurial. I mean, you already mentioned the pyramid schemes. Yeah, you know, I got a bunch of ideas for yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so I, like, I like that. I crave that. I have an entrepreneurial spirit too. And it's hard to find people who are like, yeah, that makes, Hmm. who, who will like (laughs) cover up all the necessary details in order to be dumb enough to go ahead. Yeah. You know, that's kind of, that's, that's, uh, so I like, I like, let's go Lewis. Um, so like when I came to you about this, uh, podcast, you basically hit the gas immediately because you were having the same kind of uh, ideas about a podcast. Mm-hmm. And pretty soon we were off to the races. Off You're like, races, I got all this equipment, you know, and I got all this and we just, we just went for it. It's like ready, fire, aim. <laughs> you yeah. Know? You know, and for, for me, that really comes from the mindset of I'm not afraid to fail. I'm afraid to not try. Mm. So ideas I have in my head that I'm afraid to try, like, it really eats at me. And I got two or three of them that's yep. been in my head for years, man. But that's why I don't care about failure. You know, yeah, failure yeah. is just one step close to success. Yeah. I like that. And this, like, this kind of a gas man really, like, satisfies any restlessness I have, like you said, and, and kind of a need for a mission in life. So I'm not just aimless, just mm. filling my head with ideas and not doing anything with them. Yeah. Helps me to incarnate that into uh, reality. And like you said, a lot of times it fails. Like when you begin to incarnate that stuff in your head, you get it out there and it's like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's not too good. But at least you got it out. Yeah, At yeah. least you tried. As a sidebar, yeah. he just used the word incarnate twice and wasn't talking about Jesus. Wow, I've never heard that before. Interesting. That's pretty cool. Go ahead. <laughs> so I, I just like I like getting my hands and, and feet dirty, a chance to work on a hobby. I, and I think I think everyone needs, obviously, to have a hobby in life. Like who's your gas man or your gas woman that will that will challenge you that that will challenge you and say, hey, pick up that paint set and start painting. Start that hobby. Go learn about birding or whatever you may be into. Who's that person that will will give you that little nudge that will believe in you like that. So my Let's Go Lewis believes in me, challenges me, and pushes me to be better. And and then, like, I'm inspired by your ministry Mm. and projects as well because I see, oh, you're doing these crazy ministries and jails and speaking that. I'm like, wow, Let's Go Lewis is... He's out there trying it too. And that I I think that's inspiring for people Mm. to have someone like that uh, in their life. And again, I like that you pointed that out. These people aren't the people that try something and nail it every time. Like, no, there's a lot of crashing and burning along the way. Yeah, without a doubt. And, you know, actually, I don't have a gas man in my life. I have the exact opposite because I don't if I got some gas, dude, it wouldn't be good. (laughs) It would not. Seriously, it wouldn't be good. Like, I'm I'm like my wife would be like, yep. Yeah. Right. So. So then when I got my wife, because you're already like, go, go, go. You're already flooring it. And so to have someone got a pedal, man, I took the pedal out as always. The throttle is always as high as it can go. So, you know, my wife keeps me grounded, which is good. And I actually have a group of guys that I'll bounce ideas off and they're all very calculated, Mm. very thoughtful, very prayerful. And so they actually take the wind out of my sails, Mm -hmm. which is good. 
Because there's always a clunker in there. Yeah. You know, every night, like every out of 10 ideas, there's a clunker in there, or maybe eight or nine. Yeah. You know, and so I, I actually need people to kind of talk yeah. me off the yeah. ledge. Yeah. And that so, goes to my third person. Okay. All right. My third person is Timeout Tim. Okay. All right. Okay. He's my brake man. The brake man. If I have a gas man, then I have a brake man. And again, these are just kind of stereotypes because each of these people do multiple things. Mm-hmm. Like you inspire me intellectually, for instance. Uh, but timeout Tim is my brake man. Like after I'm all revved up from being with my gas man, I need a brake man to bring me back to reality. <laughs> need some therapy after we yeah. do this. <laughs> <laughs> so timeout Tim is like my godly voice of caution and wisdom. Mm-hmm. And he does this for me every week, every time that I see him. He's like Mr. Consistent. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Mr. Let's pause and pray about this. Yeah. <laughs> like and it's exactly what I need. He, and he says, let's pause. Let's open up the Bible and s- see what the Bible has to say. And he'll intentionally ask me, what does your wife think? Mm. Or what does your pastor think? Mm. Like he's always pausing and reminding Man, me, bringing me back down to, to earth, to reality, uh, and, <clears throat> and to God. And um, I just, I, I love my I love Time Out Tim, my break man, because I'm more I'm more lean towards like you, and where I just want to go, go, go. Uh, but he puts, um, he um, he even puts the brakes on his own life to stop to minister to me. Mm, you know what wow, I mean? So wow. he doesn't just uh, huge. cause me to pause, but he'll like totally mm. uh, redo and pause his life in order to minister to me when I need him the most. And he's been there for me mm. uh, over the years in, in huge ways to help me when I need help. So he's a source of refreshment and encouragement uh, for me uh, when I need to take a break from all the craziness of life. So it sounds like you have some. Yeah, well, I got a guy, <clears throat> my mentor that's been there for me since like you know, 1994, 1995. So um, definitely when I kind of can't figure things out myself through prayer, through getting in the word and talking to some other guys, and it's kind of like still a question mark, pick up the phone and hit Randy up. And I'm like, yeah. man, this is what's going on. Like, talk to me. <laughs> you yeah. know? And he always got something. It's like, this dude is just, man. So, man, Tim, man, shout out to Tim, yeah. man. I don't know if yeah. that's your real name or not, yeah. but, man, thank you for being a godly um, brother. To Sam, thank you for being just a, a faithful son to God yeah. and for taking time out of your life, yeah. man, to help. You know, yeah. everybody needs someone like you in their life. And I think we all need to be that someone in our discipleship with someone else yeah. that may be younger and um, less mature than us in life yeah. to try to be their break man. Yeah. So, man, shout out yeah. to you, um, Tim. Keep doing a good work, and, and, like, break man may seem negative, but it's really not. It's also, like, a, a pun on the word take a break. Like yeah, It's okay. like take a break, get, get back to reality. Your ego's been going off here. Let's see yeah. what God thinks. So, I got a picture like a NASCAR race when they do a pit stop and they change the tires. Like oh, a brake yeah. man. Like he, yeah. he changing the brakes. He putting the oil yeah. in the engine, checking all the fluids yep. and belts and yep. all that and getting you back ready to go. Yeah, because so, this is so, about to explode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or a cut yeah. man in boxing. You know, a good yeah. cut man is worth more than gold, you know, because he takes care of all the <laughs> nicks so you can't bleed out and stuff. Yeah, so. yeah. The brake man. So number four is Get Fit Griffin, mm. a.k.a. the box. Body man, the body man, the body man. So this is a guy I get fit with. So we um, we run together. We encourage each other. We have this app that we are both on. Okay. That we can see each other's running or working out wow. routines, 
and y'all we always give each other thumbs up in okay. that it's the way way it works um and then we come together and run together um probably about once or twice a month you know okay. we're always running on our own mm-hmm. and kind of following each other but um once or twice a month we spend time outside in god's creation which is all part of this body man it's not mm-hmm. just about being in shape but it's about accepting who you are as a physical creature and being out in creation and kind of being overwhelmed by it mm. <laughs> and and re-realizing your smallness in mm. this world because when you're out in creation we run when it's zero or a hundred like in everything in between when it's rain or snow yeah. and when you're out there in those conditions you and like slogging it struggling yeah. you realize wow uh, i am so small mm. i'm barely able to do this right now and um, I'm so thankful that I have a God who is caring for all of this. So Amen. get fit, Griffin. The body man goes way beyond just you know being in shape or yeah. a look or that. But it's about immersing yourself back into the reality of God's uh, creation. And we also like... After we run, we'll enjoy like a brewery together or we'll have some pour over coffee. So it's, uh, uh, again, recognizing that we're physical creatures Mm -hmm. and physical things and delights that God has given us are good. And you need to be able to have those moments where you enjoy those things, whatever it is. So um, I think about Jesse, the body Ventura, okay. the wrestler, when I see the body man. And my father was a body man. Okay. Like he worked body body on cars, mm. you know, so he was a body man. He had other dudes that do the engines and stuff like that. Huh. So body man is something that's always, you know, rolled around Interesting. in my mind. You know, my dad uh, did the same thing. Really? Yeah, he huh. worked on uh, car bodies, wrecked cars. Yeah, so he know that old school with the Bondo. And oh, the- Bondo. I, I Bondo yep, yep. <laughs> quite a that's bit cool, in man. I didn't know that, man. That's cool. Uh, Oh, yeah, so, man, I would say, like, so far out of the people that we've talked about, <clears throat> I don't have a body man. And I can say this with all confidence and with all dismay. Mm-hmm. Man, I wish I had a body man. Yeah. I'm telling you, I mean, I, I'm not a runner. Yeah. But I'm a person that I can only be motivated so far when it comes to, like, physical things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love sports. You know, I run all day if there's a bat, a ball, a glove, or yeah. a net, yeah. or something involved in it. Yeah. But, man, it's just, you know, I, can, I go for maybe a couple months, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, eight, nine weeks, and then it's just like I lose that thrill, yeah. man. It's more of an accountability thing Yeah, for me. that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. And so, if you um, have someone in a body, man, I wish I had a body man yeah. in my life, man. I really yeah. do, you know. And it's like I had a few that was like, well, let me get you started. It's like, okay, cool. Like, I can get myself started. You know, I got a whole gym on the other side of yeah. that wall. So it's not like I lack a facility in place to do that stuff. It's just the, you know, it's even camaraderie, you yep. know what I'm saying? And it feeds into my insecurity, like being alone. So, yeah, man, but I, I desperately mm-hmm. need a body, man. And so. people forget that or they don't realize that your brain is a body part. So, like, when you're working out the rest of your body, like, you, you're helping yourself mentally yeah. as well. And it helps tame down emotions you know it just helps to regulate everything yeah. in your life and then the way you treat other people too yeah, dude. so having like your 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 body uh worked out uh, really helps work out other issues man you as are, well you are so right and if, if anybody listening or watching this if you don't believe that's true man you need to try it because it, when i'm when i'm like working out and feeling good yeah. about myself man dude i feel like i could jump to the moon yeah yeah. There ain't nothing I can't conquer. Satan can't, them darts just bounce mm-hmm. off of me like I don't even know they coming. Mm-hmm. But the opposite is true when I'm not. It's yeah. like every dart hits me and it's like a, 
uh, grenade blowing up, mm-hmm. you know, and knocking limbs off my body. Mm-hmm. My mental is not there. Yep. Like, so yeah, man, yep. not having a body, man, is, and is for crucial some, for me. Like for some reason, I think Christians downplay the body. I, I just think they do. That's that's what I hear in uh, in in church circles and that. And I, I don't think we should. God, to use it for a third time, <laughs> uh, bring it. The body is a part of that incarnational uh, living where we're not just. Uh, people of the book reading and that and that's it but no uh, what we do with our body in screw tape letters uh, a book that is about one devil trying to learn how to tempt humans and another devil is kind of being his teacher Mm -hmm. and saying when you tempt humans do this and this and this but one piece of advice that the senior devil gives to the junior devil is he says this he says uh, try to get people to forget that what they do with their body affects their soul. Mm. Like, just think about that. Wow. Like what you do with your body does affect your soul. And, and one of Satan's missions is to get us to forget about that. Yeah. So like even like something as simple as when you go to pray, what's your posture? What's mm-hmm. your body doing? Are you are you kneeling down and submitting yourself, showing that posture of humility? Mm-hmm. You know what you do with your body physically affects yeah. your soul as well. So that's a great book too. If anybody never read the Screw Tape Letters of C.S. Lewis, right? Yep, C.S. Lewis. It's not very big, but it is a little tricky it's when you meaty. read it. So you got to yeah. like take your time. But it's, it's yeah. I need to read it again. It's yeah. been a while, but that's a great book. Number five. Armchair Aaron, <laughs> a.k.a. The Feeling Man. This sounds like my type of guy. I'm thinking I'm sitting back eating like some of them cool, cool ranch flaming Doritos with a cold Pepsi, the armchair. But you're talking about The Feeling Man. Like, yeah, The Feeling Man. He okay. Aaron is an actual therapist. He's okay. not my therapist. He's just a friend. Okay. And and, um, and so that's why I use the word armchair because, you know, you think of a yep sitting in an armchair talking with somebody so when, I, when i'm with together when i'm together with my friend aaron like we talk we we don't intend to do this but it ultimately like funnels down to us talking about our feelings mm, okay and okay. uh we share our our true feelings come out and a lot of times when we're together it sounds a lot like complaining mm-hmm. you know back and forth yeah. but um but it's good and it and it's healthy to get our our, our emotions our feelings out and on one more than one occasion, it's gotten messy. He's cried. Mm-hmm. I've cried. Um, the good, the bad, the ugly uh, get shared. And we just, like I said, we feel free to just complain and be ourselves around each other. And he like receives me and validates me and vice versa, though I don't even ask for it. Mm. Um, and he knows my story and accepts me just how I am. And I know his story and accept him, obviously, just how he is. He shares his sin and failure with me and I with him. Uh, it just helps me to feel when I'm with Aaron. I just feel leave feeling more integrated, because a lot of times I think guys, especially stuff, the, especially Christian guys, stuff their emotions down. Don't let let other people see anything that could make them feel weak or vulnerable. But with armchair Aaron, doesn't matter. In fact, he um, I've heard him say this before that he says I hate perfect. Mm. I just I just like that. Um, thing, it's all right for things to be messy with him. I don't have to get things right. Um, so arm, that's armchair Aaron. I don't know if you have anyone like yeah, I got a guy. I got a guy like I got a guy like that. That we don't get together. That you know we don't intentionally get together and do this, but inevitably, when he and I are together, it's just like a dump. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's it's great though, man, because dude is smart. He got some yeah. great advice. Like he's a blessing, man. Yeah. A real blessing in my life. Yeah, yeah. 
So I thought I was done. You okay. Know, I, I thought I had, you know, five kind of guys. I but wait, there's life. more? But wait, there's one more. Okay. There's a sixth guy. A Not six. seven. I could have pushed it for seven, you know, okay. to try to be, to get the seven, to be yeah, biblical yeah. in that. went for the devil's that's number not, six. That's so, not reality. Yeah. <laughs> I went for the devil's number six. <laughs> Actually, humans, human number six, okay, then the devil's. Yes, yes. And it has to do with kind of the devilish side of all of us. So number six is Jester Jim. The Jester, baby. Okay, he is okay. the shadow man. The shadow. I all like right? that, man. I feel like I want to be the shadow yeah, man. Yeah, he's a shadow man. And he is kind of like the trickster. He's not like a, he's not like, like a best friend or anything, but he's a guy I know that we spend time with. Is he like Loki? Then I spend... <laughs> you say he's a trickster. I don't know, man. I yeah, got yeah. Marvel on my okay. mind, you know. So, so this is someone you might not expect, but like... I believe we need like a shadow man or a shadow woman in our lives. And this person is kind of like what a shadow is. It's the opposite of us. So I like in my daily life, like to put on this persona and this face, like this is who I am. You know, these are my strengths and you know, here's all the things that I hate and da, da, da. So Jester Jim comes along and he's like the opposite of me. He right. like is all the things that I don't like. Mm. He like displays those, he's, those qualities. He's <laughs> wow. very crass and he's rude and he just says exactly what he feels mm. and i love it <laughs> like i love that about wow. him like at first it's really annoying and like kind of the proper pharisee christian in me wants to like say oh judge him and say yeah, oh no him. Yeah. yeah that's horrible behavior you shouldn't be like that and yeah, but yeah. but I've grown this affection, this great affection for Jim, because I recognize that all those qualities in him, they're in me. Mm, wow. So, and that's like a huge wow. lesson for people. Like, take a look out in your life and the people out there. Think about what really annoys you, what really gets on your nerves. Guess what? That stuff's inside you. And you're just like trying to squash it down and pretend like that's not a part of you. But when you find a person like this in your life and you literally befriend them, I believe it's kind of a way that you befriend that those qualities in yourself hmm. and try to say, and then recognize that those qualities are in you, right? And not that you go around doing all bad behavior, whatever you don't yeah. like. I'm not saying that, but it's just like recognizing, like Jesus said, like, all that stuff is inside you, and uh, you need to know it to how to integrate it in the right way in your life. Um, it reminds me of a verse in Romans chapter 2 where Paul says, Every one of you who judges, so you think of judging like just your gym or someone, every one of you who judges, for in passing judgment on another, you condemn yourself because you, the judge, practice the very mm -hmm. same things. Mm. And like guys like just your gym in, in, in our life, remind us of that they remind us that that's in me and um uh, I, I just think it's healthy to have a a, a shadow man in your life not yeah. that you hang out with him all you know yeah. and allow that kind of person to influence you but um it is what it is this is actually the guy who i've worked diligently probably the last six or seven years not to be okay yeah Seriously. Yeah. You know, a lot of the things, the traits that you mentioned, like, are, are things that are in me. Yeah. You know, and, and it there's the, a minute few people who would befriend me, but mm -hmm. most people, like, they don't want to be around that guy. Yeah. You know, and so it's like, man, you know, I had to, like, look in the mirror. Yeah. You know, and be like, man, I'm just, I'm like, I'm an a-hole. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I need to just 
reevaluate everything. And I'm, I'm still, you know, thinking through things and, and still trying to fix things, mm-hmm. you know. And when I would encounter someone like me, it would almost be a fight or we become best friends. Yeah. It's never like yeah. we just be cords. We either get like this or we get yeah. like this. Like yeah. we got to get like that. You know, so it's um, it's crazy, man. I think the like the the power and effectiveness effectiveness of having a shadow man in your life is that it's like getting your blind spot out into the open. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, even if you don't befriend and hang out with this person, at least you're n- now recognizing that this is a reality in my life, and you're not turning into a Pharisee who just looks yeah. at these people, looks down on everybody, and condemns yeah. them. Yeah, uh, but you're. Uh, God's kind of forming grace in you, you know? Yeah, you know, the, the the thing I had to learn was I wasn't necessarily, like, looking, like, I wasn't condemning people to their face, but I would find my, the other guy you had on here where I would just keep it real with, you know, and just yeah. complain all the time, you know, so... Yeah, yeah, but man, it's great, man. It's some good stuff. So man. we got the uh, the brain man, we got the gas man, we have uh, the brake man. man, the body man, man. Uh, the feeling man, and the shadow man. Shadow man or woman for for each of those, sure, sure. depending on uh, what you need in your life. So um, find these these kinds of people and spend time with them if you're able. Uh, they don't have to be like I said, your best friends. Yeah. And um, where can you find these kinds of people? Church is a great place to find these people. Um, your neighborhood, your your community. Some of these people, not that they're real, but are my neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, or at work or at school. If you're going to school, those are all great places uh, to find these people or in some kind of ministry that you do. Yeah, yeah. Man, I'm, 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 I'm sitting here thinking, I wonder what the listeners are, what's going through their head. Like, hopefully you have been kind of going through the list of people in your mind thinking who fits these needs in my life and am mm. I utilizing these people to help? You know, because we could recognize those traits in them but not be using yeah. them for that. So just want to encourage you guys, man, to, to you know, to really take this seriously, yeah. um, look into your life and see who you have in your life that can fill these gaps yeah. and, and who you can fill the gap for in other people's lives. Because you may, like, have this, like, dreary or numb place in your life and and you haven't been able to put your finger on what that is but then you hear a list like this mm-hmm. and you realize oh i don't have like a brain guy in mm-hmm. my life i don't yep. i don't have someone to challenge me mentally or maybe physically or yep. or i have no one to help me tap into my feelings and maybe that's the problem so these people in your life just helps helps to um yeah, become wholer and better mm, and ultimately holier, I hope. Yeah. Well, man, we just uh, thank you guys again for checking this out. If you find any value, you know, send it to somebody. Say, hey, man, check this out, man. Tell me what you think. Get some feedback and give us feedback. You can email us at bumperstickerfaith at gmail.com. You can leave a comment on YouTube or, you know, just contact us. Uh, thank you for all of our Patreon life sentence people that we have yep. uh, sponsoring us. And, uh, man, y'all have a great rest of the week. God bless. God bless.